Hey, you're listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman, a weekly podcast from KCUR Studios by me, Gina Kaufman. Think of these short stories as letters from me to you, just reminders that real people are still out there. Part of surviving the pandemic is having that friend who got you through it. For Aaron Blake of Kansas City, that friend is ketchup. Aaron tested positive for the coronavirus in August. About a week later, walking just a few feet made him feel completely winded. He was tired and his mind was foggy. The loss of smell was subtle. He didn't especially notice it at first. What he noticed was when food lost its taste because he couldn't smell. And that was weird. I was uh, equal parts miserable and fascinated. One night, when he was feeling bad, Aaron got McDonald's for dinner. It was one of those things, like, I didn't want to prepare anything. I didn't want to spend a lot of money on something um, when I felt like crap. I wanted something that I knew what it was going to taste like. I knew what I was going to feel like after I had it, and then I could sit there on the couch and relax. He sat down with his usual burger, fries, a Coke. But when he bit into his burger, it was nothing but texture, or more precisely, texture and ketchup. I'll give you a second to imagine that because it sounds truly bizarre. I bit into the burger and realized that like, I was only picking up ketchup, but like the rest was just texture. Like it was a pure physical sensation with none of the flavors it really tripped my brain out. I was like, well, maybe I'll get the salt from the the fries, you know, and nope, just more ketchup and like soft something with ketchup on it. Dr. Ron Yu studies smell at Stowers Institute for Medical Research, and he's amused, but not surprised, that ketchup outlasted other tastes. He says that very little of what we experience as taste is just taste. A lot of it is really smell coming in through the nose and mingling with a bunch of other sensations in our mouth. The only tastes that aren't reliant on smell are sugary sweetness and that sour tang. In ketchup, both of those are concentrated. You know, smell is one of those senses that uh, you don't know how important it is until you lose it. Dr. Yu says that smell alerts us to danger in a unique way. Our brains process other senses like vision in more complex ways that take up time. We react to odors in a primal way because our olfactory nerves go straight to the amygdala, what Yu calls the ancient brain. Andy Christopher of Topeka had COVID this year too, and like Aaron Blake, he lost his sense of smell. Not long ago, he built a fire in his backyard fire pit. He couldn't smell the smoke. When he describes what that was like, he expresses gratitude for coming out of this alive, but also frustration. He estimates that his smell has only come back 40%. With that comes renewed appreciation for smoke alarms and renewed appreciation for his wife, who sometimes smells his food these days before he eats, just to be sure it hasn't spoiled. But smell tells us more than whether we're in danger. It tells us when we're safe, Dr. Yu explains. It brings back memories and the emotions that go with them. The happy feeling you get from grandma's cookies, it's in the smell. 
A cookie we can't smell doesn't have that cookie feeling. This pandemic has taken away that cookie feeling for some people literally, and for others more metaphorically. It's zapped the joy out of what used to be joyful activities, even the ones we turn to for comfort, maybe especially those. Remember when sharing perfectly styled photographs of elaborate pandemic meals on social media was a thing? Remember when grocery stores ran out of yeast because so many people took up baking all at once? We sought refuge in food. Now we complain of still having to cook and eat. Still. Dinner again? I just made dinner yesterday. Of course, making a dinner you can't smell or taste is definitely worse. For Aaron Blake, the frustrating part of losing smell was how slowly it came back. For about three months, he was only able to detect what he calls whispers of smells. It put him on edge. He works in marketing and communications, so his ability to think creatively is his livelihood. It's his identity. Not being able to hold a thought for longer than a few seconds was unfamiliar territory. He didn't feel like himself, and being unable to taste or smell, it made him feel like he wasn't even there. Sometimes I'll have dreams uh, about when I was sick with COVID. It's almost like when you see a flashback in a movie and all the colors are kind of desaturated. And it's not full on black and white, but it's not nearly as vivid. <laughs> That's kind of how I envision it and remember it is because those senses were dialed down. It, it feels like a time in my life that was desaturated from life itself. Like you, you, you consider what life is and what living is. It's, you know, being present and enjoying, you know, the moment and being able to fully, you know, be present is in, you know, having all of your senses give you information and, and make sense of that. And when you are cut off from two, three, four of those senses, it feels hollow. So what's changed for Aaron Blake as a result of this crazy experience? It's pretty random. He tries not to buy canned foods. That's because when he couldn't taste anything, he finally ate the pantry goods that had been sitting in his cabinet untouched for years. He's trying to be optimistic about the odds of another pandemic coming along and giving him a reason to finally eat that stuff again. He doesn't want to set himself up for a time in the future when he'll say to himself, oh, we've got another round of swine flu. Great, I've been waiting to eat that kernel corn. The good news here is also the bad news. When all else fails, there's always ketchup. Thanks for listening to Real Humans by Gina Kaufman. If the pandemic has coincided with your life in a way that makes you look at it kind of sideways, I'm very up for hearing about it. Just send me an email, gina at kcur.org. This podcast is based on a weekly column that comes out every Sunday at kcur.org. Read or listen or both, or just subscribe to Real Humans wherever you get your podcasts. The column is edited by Barb Shelley, and the podcast is produced by Mackenzie Martin with music from Blue Dot Sessions. I'm Gina Kaufman. Take it easy, Casey. 